Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for faith and life. I'm Tony, and today is episode 162 of the podcast, where we dive into discipline. Whether you have it, whether you need it, or you're somewhere in the middle, this episode is really going to help you understand how disciplines work in our life as guardrails. We're going to look at some scripture from Hebrews and dive into so much more. But first, I want to remind you, if you haven't yet hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, please take a minute and do so. It means the absolute world to us. Subscribe and hey, share this episode with a friend, just one person who you think might benefit from what God is doing in and through this platform. And if you want to learn more about the Reclamation Podcast or any of the podcasts on the Spirit and Truth Podcast Network, I want to invite you to check out our ministry at spiritandtruth.life. If you want to connect with me, I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. So you can find me most often on Instagram at TWMilt. I do stuff on Facebook and Twitter and even I even have a TikTok page, although I don't do much on it. It just kind of sucks me in, which is why I need discipline. So if you've hung out with me or you listen to the podcast for any length of time, you know that one of my favorite lines in the world that I love to use is if you aren't dedicated to your disciplines, you'll be destroyed by your distractions. Let me say it again. If you aren't dedicated to your disciplines, you'll be destroyed by your distractions. Now, what is a discipline? Well, I'm glad you asked. Discipline is a behavior that helps you achieve a desired outcome or goal. A discipline is what makes you a disciple, right? So our disciplines make us disciples. We're all a disciple of something, whether that's Jesus, whether that's the Bengals, whether that's the Reds, whether that's of our kids, our disciplines, the way that we've organized our life, the routines, the intentionality, the things that we do every day, our behavior, that's what we're a disciple of. So today we're going to talk about how our disciplines towards Christ can change our lives. And I was thinking about a scripture that really says this well, and I was thinking about Hebrews, and I'm in the 12th chapter of Hebrews. I'm looking at the 11th verse. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11, it says this, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have trained by it. Verse 12, therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. I'm going to read that one more time. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed healed. Friends, what I'm going to suggest to you today is that it is oftentimes the lack of discipline that becomes an obstacle as we try to get to new places in our life. So think about it like this. When we talk about disciplines, we often talk about our physical disciplines. We also talk about discipline for our kids. We often talk about discipline in just life. But the reality is, spiritually, we have disciplines too, right? It's our disciplines that make us disciples. So if if you don't have a set plan 
for your daily disciplines. If you don't have a set plan or a program that you're working intentionally, what will end up happening is you'll end up lost. A friend of mine used to say it like this, if you don't know where you're going, every road will take you there. AKA, those are the distractions. Remember when I said, if you aren't dedicated to your disciplines, you'll be destroyed by your distractions? Man, there are so many distractions in our life. There are so many distractions in our world. Everything in our life is designed for us to consume it. (laughs) That's the way it feels at least, right? Your phone, consumption. The TV, consumption. The news, consumption, right? Everywhere you go, people want your attention. Well, guess what? If you're not intentional about how you give your attention to certain things, you'll never get your desired outcome. And this is one of the things I've learned is that when it comes to distractions, when we spill out, it spills out everywhere. Let me say that another way. Imagine you're carrying a cup and in that cup is water and it's filled to the brim. But that water is really a makeup of your life. So you got your marriage in there. You got your kids in there. You got your work in there. You got your relationship with God in there. You've got your relationship with yourself in there. Now you're walking around with all those things in your cup. And for the most part, you are killing it. You're absolutely doing wonderful. Your life is going great. You're happy. And then all of a sudden, bang, distraction. And a distraction is like you bumping up against the wall. So you bump up against the wall and water spills out. But guess what? You don't get to pick out what spills, right? You are stuck because everything that's in your cup spills out, even if it's a little bit. So a little bit of your marriage spills out. A little bit of your kids spill out. A little bit of your relationship with God spills out. This is how distractions work. They cause us to take the intentional parts of our life and spill out all over the place. The other thing is, is once you've spilled out, you can't put it back. Once you've been adequately distracted, you can't put it back. It's lost time. It's gone. So when I say if you aren't dedicated to your disciplines, you'll be destroyed by your distractions. Well, the disciplines, what they end up being is guardrails for life. I love the way Paul says it. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Yes, getting up in the morning is painful, but if I don't get up in the morning, I miss my time with God. Later on, however, Paul continues, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Listen, friends, this is what I've experienced in my life. When I fail to do the right things at the right time, I never get that time back. And I'm sure that's true for you too. And so I know you're listening to this and now you've been sufficiently convicted. Well, what are you going to do? My first thing to tell you is to come up with a morning routine. Whether you get up at five or six or seven or whether you get up at noon. Come up with something that you do to prepare your heart and your mind for the day. Make it a priority for you. What does that mean? It means that if your kids get up at 8, you may have to get up at 7.30. If the house becomes noisy at 6, you may have to get up at 5.30. The discipline is creating space for the relationship that you desire with God. Right? No discipline seems pleasant at the time. All the morning people said amen. All the unmorning people said amen. Right? Discipline is always painful. But when you can develop a strategy and intentional guardrails, 
a practice. What you're going to do is set yourself up for success later on the day. Now, if we look at Paul's words, verse 12, therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and your weak knees, make level paths for your feet, so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Now, when I read that, I want you to know that what I hear, what I hear Paul saying in this writing is, do the work early so you can relax later. Do the work early so you can be healed later. Do the work early so that when you have to walk out on tough ground, it's already been leveled. See, I love that, right? When you set yourself up with a morning routine, when you set yourself up with disciplines, when you set yourself up with guardrails, when you set yourself up with things that you refuse to negotiate with, what you're doing is you're preparing yourself for the pathway ahead. If you want new things in your life, try this. I promise it'll work. And don't overcomplicate it. Some people are like, man, how much time do I have to spend? Whatever time works. For me, it's about 45 minutes to an hour, right? And this is how mine looks. My, I usually get up at five and I like to be at the gym by six, which means I need to leave my house at 550, 548, 545 if I want to get there a little bit early. So I have basically 45 minutes to go through my morning routine. So I go downstairs and after I do all the personal stuff I need to do, I generally get some water um, and get some pre-workout and I go find my sacred space and I begin the time off in silence. And I just, just very silently to myself, Lord, what do you have for me today? Lord, what do you desire of me today? And sometimes the Lord will give me something and other times I'll start thinking about what I need to do today. Or I'll start thinking about what I'm going to do at the gym or who I need to text or but whatever, right? Sometimes I even get distracted by my phone, right? There's no reason to to not be honest about that. We all get distracted, but I'm there. I'm putting in the time, right? I'm, I'm prepping the work. So usually start on, on good days. I start my day off with silence, right? I do the silent stuff and then um, I pray. And as I pray, then I begin to open the word. Now I use the YouVersion Bible app. I read it with friends. I read my readings. I comment on them. I don't miss a day because I know that if I miss a day, I miss a day I'm setting myself up for failure. So again, this is my habit, right? Silence, prayer, scripture. Silence, prayer, scripture, and then community where I respond in the app. And so right now I'm doing a couple different reading plans. Find one that works for you. Now, essentially, the goal of all this is to prepare you and your relationship with God for the day ahead, right? If, if we go back to that water metaphor, what you're doing is like putting bumpers around that water glass, because that way, that way, you're less likely to bump up against something that will cause your life to spill out all over the floor. That's the goal of disciplines, right? Remember what Paul says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have trained by it. You know, to kind of summarize all that I've been saying is that if you want more peace in your life, begin with more discipline. If you want less distraction in your life, begin with more discipline. If you're not sure what discipline is, start with quiet time. Start with the Lord. 
And I know that if you've never done it before and you stick to it for an extended period of time, just don't just do it just once. You give it a real honest shot. It just might change your life. Friends, I'm thankful for our time together today. I hope this was helpful for you. If it was, share it with a friend. Actually, I would even encourage you to find one person that you know who can do this with you. Hold each other accountable. Hold each other accountable. Get it done. Dial in on your disciplines. Because remember, if you aren't dedicated to your disciplines, you'll be destroyed by your distractions. Friends, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our community here at the Reclamation Podcast. Share this episode with a friend. And remember, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.